Self-love is the act of making friends with oneself, showing oneself kindness and compassion, listening to that inner voice of wisdom over the loud noise of the mind. It's a minute-by-minute, day-by-day practice of accepting ourselves, showing ourselves unconditional love regardless of our actions or behaviours or current life circumstances. That is true self-love. Love, 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 I love me. Welcome to the very first episode of I Love Me, the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Tamara Mersica. And to get this show on the road to self-love, I thought I'd dedicate this opening episode to exploring what self-love actually is. What does it look like? What does it feel like when we're loving ourselves? And how can self-love make our lives feel whole and complete? Because as I've learned over many years of exploration in this field, self-love really is the foundation upon which we can create a deeply fulfilling and vibrant life. Without self-love, life can feel hard or challenging. It can feel lonely, disempowering. It can lack that spark that makes us feel truly alive that makes us want to cuddle up on the sofa and give ourselves a great big hug just because. So together, let's get super clear on what it really means to truly love oneself. I'm sure you've heard different definitions in the past, but for me, self-love really boils down to this. Self-love is the act of making friends with oneself. We're talking about showing oneself kindness and compassion and to be open to listening to the inner voice of wisdom above the loud noise of the mind. It's where minute by minute, day by day, we practice accepting ourselves, showing ourselves unconditional love regardless of our actions or behaviors or current life circumstances. If we look at Buddhist tradition, it's believed that if we want to cultivate love and deepen relationships, or if we want to attain enlightenment, we need to begin by making friends with ourselves. So for me, that's what self-love is. It's being willing to enter a relationship with ourselves where we spend time listening to ourselves, where we nurture ourselves and our needs, where we honor and respect ourselves. And where we're willing to fully accept ourselves, even in our darkest, most vulnerable moments. So in this respect, while self-love can be something we do, you know, like getting a facial or a massage, for me, self-love is more about how we are with ourselves, a way of being. Now, don't get me wrong, having nurturing self-care practices that we regularly indulge in, these kinds of practices are a display of love for ourselves, a way to quite literally practice self-love, and in practicing self-love, deepen further into loving ourselves. In this way, we can consider our self-love practices like being a pathway to self-love. Yet if we look at the true core of self-love, It goes deeper than these practices alone. Self-love is a way of being with oneself. 
a way that involves being kind to oneself and being even more kind to ourselves when we're going through a rough time, when we're facing challenges, when we're struggling to get the results we've been working so hard for. Self-love is the willingness to accept ourselves for the full range of who we are. And what I mean by that is to accept all of ourselves, the complete color palette of emotions, the full spectrum of experiences. For life isn't going to be all sunflowers and butterflies because we're human. And part of being human is having a wide and varied journey through life so that we can grow and explore the many aspects of what it means to live in this physical body. We want to accept ourselves, while at the same time be willing to look at the places that need some extra attention, some extra love. And then take the necessary steps to move towards a healthier, more whole version of ourselves, to show up for ourselves, as opposed to abandoning ourselves at the first sign of some big emotion or feeling. In mainstream culture, there's a tendency to run away from ourselves when we're struggling with something, to pick up our phone and scroll, have a whine when we feel down, or even turn on the television to distract us from our woes. These are examples of how we essentially abandon ourselves. We don't want to be walking out on ourselves in our times of need. We want to be holding space for ourselves. Because if you think about it, that's hopefully what you do for a dear friend or close family member. And that's what we want to be doing for ourselves. When we're feeling challenged in some way, this is a key moment, a precious opportunity to practice self-love. Loving all of ourselves, staying with ourselves, holding ourselves through that challenge. Being there for ourselves as we would a dear friend. Prioritizing ourselves and our needs at any given time because we know that we matter. When we have self-love, we're able to show ourselves compassion, be patient with ourselves, and understanding of the challenges we face. And the way we get good at doing this is by cultivating self-love practices like meditation, yoga, journaling, and then using the skills we learn during those practices when we need them most out in the real world. When life gets a bit topsy-turvy, that's why we do our self-love practices so we get better at life. And ultimately, so we get better at loving and accepting ourselves, especially in our darker moments. Because it's one thing to be all zen-like on the yoga mat, but it takes a deep cultivation of courage and respect and self-love to be able to smoothly glide through your day when you're met with some emotion-rearranging situation or are released from a job or a relationship that felt really important to you. When what feels like a major catastrophe bursts onto the scene of our life, we need the inner resources to deal with it. And to deal with it in a way that comes from a place of love as opposed to fear. For when we're able to approach those challenging times with a solid sense of love and compassion, we're quite literally able to turn the straw into gold. So my intention with this podcast is to share with you teachings on self-love, 
simple lessons on loving yourself that little bit more. And I offer you these lessons as an invitation to explore how you are with yourself so you have the awareness needed to one day at a time expand your love for yourself. Each week, I'll share these lessons for you to ponder alongside steps you can take or practices you can weave into your life that will help you cultivate a deeper love for yourself. For when you love yourself, you'll find that life loves you back. And I'm serious. Let's look at why self-love is the most important skill you can cultivate. When we love ourselves, we treat ourselves better. We look after our body through loving movement and healthy foods, and so our health improves. We respect and value ourselves, and how we treat ourselves teaches others how we wish to be treated. So our relationships improve. We only attract in people who respect our boundaries and see our worth. When we believe in ourselves and what we're worth, we feel more capable. So we perform better at work and are able to command a higher pay all the while enjoying what we do. When we love ourselves, our energy changes. And by that, I mean we become more magnetic, easily attracting to us the people, resources and situations we need to achieve the goals we wish to materialize into our life. But ultimately, the cherry on top of the self-love pudding, it has to be our mental health. When we love ourselves, we feel good about ourselves, And that really is all we can ever ask for. To feel so good about ourselves, we no longer feel the need to compare ourselves to others. We no longer worry what others think of us. Imagine how freeing that would be. How much that would create space in your mind so that you can have more focus and more energy to pour yourself into the things that you deeply care about, the things that matter most to you, the things that truly light you up. If you prioritize self-love, everything else will fall into place because you are the central person in everything you do in life. If your love tank is full, This is what fuels your projects, your relationships, and your personal well-being. Our whole life and our experience of that life is directly influenced by the amount of love we have for ourselves. When we do the inner work and fall in love with ourselves, life really does love us back. So that is why self-love is so important. That's why cultivating self-love deserves a place in our life. Because we are love and our ability to connect with the truth of that directly influences our whole existence as a human being living here on planet Earth. As the Irish poet and playwright Oscar Wilde once said, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. We all deserve to live our deliciously romantic love story life. So this week, I simply invite you to ponder what self-love could look like for you. How would you feel? How would you show up in your life if you loved yourself wholeheartedly? How would you do things differently to how you're doing them now? 
and what would you need to let go of so you could fall unapologetically head over heels in love with you. Thanks so much for listening. If this episode was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you could give it a rating or a little review in your podcast app. Next week, I'll share the number one reason why self-love eludes so many people and what you can do to literally program yourself for love. Until then, may your heart feel a little fuller and your mind a little wiser. If you're loving what I'm sharing on I Love Me, the podcast, and want to dive deeper into self-love, take a peek at my online school, gettingnaked.com.au, where I teach you how to strip off the layers of childhood conditioning so you can fall in love with you. Sign up for your free self-love starters kit there. And if you do enroll in any of my programs, know that a percentage of profits go to planting trees. So together we can re-robe Mother Earth. I love me.